Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be talking all about the new Hawkeye trailer and also a brand new series, Among the Stars. Plus, we'll be sharing your our thoughts on the brand new uh, Disney Plus and also the Star Originals that have been out this past week. And before we go into any of that, a um, quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you do subscribe. You can either subscribe on YouTube or on our podcast services. You can also go check us out over at what's on Disney Plus.com. You can join our mail, mailing list, um, bookmark us, you know, favorite us, whatever. Keep up with all the latest. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook. And just want to say a big thank you to all of our supporters on Patreon and YouTube channel members for um, supporting the podcast. They can do those so from $2 a month. You get early access to some videos. You also get to contribute to the weekly Q&A. And also you get a shout out if you're in um, the gold tier and above. So big thank you to Raphael, Robert, J. Blue. My VCR still works. Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. While over on the Patreons, we have um, a big thank you to um, Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Marsman, Aero G, Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and James. And also a huge thank you to Sarah for being an executive producer as well of the show. So now that's been done, let's jump into it. The big one this week was last Monday. We got the first trailer for Hawkeye. We got all nicely and ready into the holiday season, getting ready, you know, with the Christmas carols. I know I was um, humming it all week. Um, but what did you think of that uh, Hawkeye trailer, James? It's a fun trailer. Uh, it's not really giving away too much. Um, some action sequences, really all it needed to do, just needed to tell people, hey, this is on its way, and give yeah. a date as well. Yeah, I mean, for me, I, I really enjoyed this trailer. It was fun. It was, um, again, this simple thing of going back to the idea of this does not feel like Loki. It doesn't feel like What If. It doesn't feel like WandaVision or Scar. It feels completely separate. It's got a different vibe to it. We kind of got like this die-hard Christmassy feel to it with a bit of Home Alone thrown in with it, and it just looks a lot of fun. And I think it, that's one thing that I really liked about it. It uh, it reminded me a lot of Home Alone, actually, yeah. in a good in a good way. Yeah. Um, I don't I don't know what it was. It just had that vibe to it. Uh, and of course, um, Hawkeye always being kind of um, less serious character, uh, who can be serious in a fight, but who yeah. normally isn't a very serious character, gives it kind of that more casual vibe than something like uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And ultimately, you've got to look at this, you know, Hawkeye and also um, Kate, they are just regular humans that can shoot an arrow. That's pretty much that's the, all they can do. So it's so, like, depowered from, from what we've seen, like, with Loki and WandaVision. It's going to be completely stripped back, very, very simplistic. And there's lots and lots of rumors flipping around about, um, you know, whether or not we see uh, Kingpin in here as well, because his like adopted daughter Echo is going to be introduced, who's then going to go off and have her own spin-off series. And there's a lot of excitement over that. And this is just that kind of feeling of, okay, here we go. I mean, we are having what if now? We've just had um, Shang Chi. We've got the Eternals coming up, but Hawkeye is kind of the next big one, I think, for Disney Plus. And I thought the trailer did great. I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to this one. There really just isn't anything there. I got to the end of it and I've watched it like four or five times, and it was just like, yeah, there is nothing there that I could say that was like nothing wrong with it. I'm really, really looking forward to it. I could have done with a with a few more Russians, bro. But uh, that that's coming from the uh, the comic series that this is at least loosely based on. Uh, even if you're not like super into Hawkeye, the Matt Fraction run, uh, which everyone cites, is absolutely mm -hmm. worth checking out. It's only like 
20 issues or so. Yeah, I need to check it out. I've, I've just updated my Marvel Unlimited app with a new version that I've just done last week. Um, just on my to-do list this month. Um, but again, I think it's just... I've been waiting for this one for a long time. I mean, Hawkeye has really taken his time to get his own, like... It's not a thing as well. It's not even an origin. They can, can completely just go forward. And I like the fact that it's straight after, you know, the end, events of Endgame. And you'd think, you know, he's just trying to chill out with his kids and, you know, retire. But obviously everything he's done during the blip, he has to sort out. Um, so, you know, skip the kids off and then just deal with these thugs. And yeah, it just, it just looks a lot of fun. And there seems to be quite a good bit of chemistry there. Um, setting up, again, the, the next generation of Avengers and stuff. I just, I just, I just really, I just liked it. I'm looking forward to it. It also does obviously confirm that Miss Marvel, I don't think is going to hit this year. I think that one was definitely kind of skipped into next year now. And I don't think that's a bad thing. I actually at that point where I, I think having essentially most of, you know, having maybe five to six, about maybe four or five weeks without anything might not be a bad thing. I've actually enjoyed having this kind of little down period in between the major releases that we're in right now. Some people argue what if is a major release, but uh, it's obviously not on the same scale as say Loki or WandaVision were. Uh, it, you do need to breathe every once in a while when you have every single week is a, a major must talk about adventure. You do kind of get burned out a little bit. Obviously you and I are a bit more susceptible to that because we're watching almost everything that comes out. But well, the only thing is for me is, I mean, I have completely stepped back from all the DC shows. I've done so for years um, because that what's that's what happened to me was when I was watching Arrow one night, Flash the next night. Then they tried doing Legends of Tomorrow and Supergirl. I, was like, I can't do four shows in a week. It was just you know, had they done one show a week and had them alternate, like you know, spread them out over a year, I probably would have been all right. But they just kind of overdid it, and I kind of completely fell out. And I've not tried out any of like the newer ones, like. Doom Patrol or Titans or anything like that, because essentially now that we're in like Marvel year this year, it's like, I don't need to, I've, I'm yeah. fully, I'm quite happy with what I've got. You know, I don't need, you know, <laughs> it's like this week, we're going to do a Penguin series. We've done like, just do, do the series with the character. If you want to do a Batman series, do it. I'm fed up of watching. I've gone through Smallville. I've gone through Gotham. I don't need any more series where you hint at a character. I want the actual thing. And this is like with Marvel now, you know, the you know the Hawkeye show is about Hawkeye. It's not you know, and I think that's I think that's just for me of like me. Marvel's enough at the minute. I'm um, like I said, I used to watch all the DC shows, but they overkilled it for me. And I'm really hoping. I actually think that moving Miss Marvel back actually was a better thing for them to do because I think it would have been a bit overkill. Um, trying to like having what if and Miss Marvel at the same time would have been a, a bit and it just would have sucked all the air out of what if. Um. So I'm 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 kind of glad, and then if we get that in like January February time, I don't think that's a bad thing as well. Yeah. So I'll just just add on this. I have been keeping up with the DC shows. Uh, mm. The only two at the moment worth checking out. Doom Patrol is actually a really good mature mm. series. Uh, probably not for kids, but uh, if you want something with a little more bite to it, Doom Patrol. And the Superman and Lois show has been surprisingly good, particularly if you liked Smallville back in the day. Yeah. It's kind of like Smallville, but with Superman in the in the father role. And yeah. his and his and Lois's kids being in the uh, the original Superman role, actually mm. really good. The rest of the DC stuff mm. uh, has kind of lost its way, and I had a hard time pushing through many of those this this yeah. time around. It's, it's, it's for me at the minute. It's just like you know we're tr trying to watch everything. It's just like 
Um, yeah, they've just not been on the radar. But yeah, Hawkeye, that one's coming up on November the 24th with new episodes dropping every Wednesday from that point on. So that'll be dropping just in time for um, the holidays. So moving on from there, it was confirmed this past week that um, High School Musical Music of the Series is going to be returning for a third season. Um, filming is going to be going into production later this year, and they are going to be moving from Salt Lake City to Los Angeles for the filming. Going to be mixing it up a little bit this year. They're going to be going. They're going to be following the Wildcats as they leave the hallways of East High for an ultimate summer at a sleepaway camp, complete with campfire, summer romances, and curfewless nights. So they're definitely kind of moving it away from the high school, taking it on the summer camp. One, they can do loads of stuff outdoors. B, they can reduce the amount of people around. They don't trying to put on a big show doesn't work in a pandemic, which is why we ended up with that really awful finale for that season. Was because they kind of went, yeah, you know that big plan we all had, yeah, to have this big get, big sing along at the end, yeah, yeah, we're not doing that. <laughs> it was just like, and that's why that season finale sucked. <laughs> just being honest it was a bit like you can't spend 10 weeks building up to this big show and then not do the show oh then oh, we've all decided not to take part hmm. uh, yeah it, that's the thing so i am glad that they're going to be shifting it up a little bit whether or not um rodrigo comes back i mean i think unless it's in her contract i can't see how she would do i think she's way too popular now to do it um but she might do a little cameo or something but I, I think I'm I'm looking forward to come back. I'm mean, hopefully as well that with moving away from the school, they can have a little bit more fun with it. And maybe I don't know, do some original songs. That might be that might be a nice one. You know, they they've done some great new original songs that have been really great. And I think they leaned a little bit too much on um Booty and the Beast in the se second season to kind of pull them along. Um so hopefully we see some more original ones because there's some really good ones in there. Yeah. I obviously I didn't end up finishing season two, but uh, changing the location, changing the setting is normally a good way to kind of inject some new life into the series. It can also be the death knell of a series if it's done improperly, uh, but we'll have to wait and see which direction they're going with that. I think it's a good thing, though. I think it'll it'll bring some life back into it. And also bringing it to Los Angeles means they're going to get all the crew there. It's, it's just they're, they're already um, over here. So that, that will definitely speed things up. So the fact that they're going to be filming... Later this year, I would be surprised if it drop if it doesn't drop. Maybe next summer, if we're lucky, maybe like the holiday season, um, just afterwards. But it'll be a while off before we before we see that one. Okay, so let's now shift over to another new series that was announced. So this is going to be coming on October the sixth, not too long to go, and it's called Among the Stars. So this is a brand new six part documentary series which follows um, NASA astronaut Captain Chris Cassidy as he embarks on one last mission through intimate footage, personal video diaries, and live footage stationed both on Earth and in space. Viewers will get a first look at the critically important team of engineers, flight controllers, and specialists who take on this dangerous and awe-inspiring mission for the creative good, or for the greater good. Um, yeah, um, I saw this one here, and i got to be honest, I was like, this is, the, this is a big flag that says, this is a James show. <laughs> I think it, I think anybody who's familiar with this podcast thought was like, yep, this is this is his thing. Um, I will say they should have led that it's a documentary because one last mission is is normally not a good thing when you're talking about shows or movies. Uh, that's when things tend to go wrong. But yeah, uh, obviously, I'm super excited for this. 
Yeah, I mean, the trailer to me, this is good. I mean, I in some way, I'm you know, when they were doing the binge drop, it would have been like, oh, it would have been nice to kind of have this one um, spread out a little bit. But I think with doc with documentaries, they have been finding the data shows that it's actually in its benefit to do it. Um, kind of would have liked a little bit more of a run on because I mean, just to drop this like in what have we got about three weeks ago. Um, but again, documentaries just it's hard. It's, it's hard really because. They don't move the needle in the same way like like the drama series do, and it is a shame, you know, that these shows do get a little bit overlooked. I know that some people just they gloss over the word you say documentary, but for me, we're gonna show that Disney made in space. You know, <laughs> this is just like this is like ultimate up there. Um, so yeah, I'm really looking forward to this one. This one's this one's gonna be pretty cool to check out. Um, but yeah, I mean, just I it's interesting as well. Um, it is actually, I think it's actually created a little bit with i mean looking at some of the stat um national geographic might be involved in it but whether or not it shifted over but they've not been kind of put under the national geographic banner i mean considering how hard it is to get cameras into space normally they go with the really good quality stuff that's why mm. there's so many imax videos and and yeah. i would imagine that they at least worked with national geographic to pick out the kind of cameras mm. they would use uh so they're probably not going to get a credit for it but Anything that Disney does from this point forward it, that's documentary and heavy, heavily photography or videography based, I'm going to assume National Geographic's helped well, with. I mean, it makes it makes total sense, doesn't it? Use your experts, use who you've got that you know that do this well. Um, so for me, this was this was just like it actually kind of it's a bit funny because I mean I'm looking forward to that Muppet the Muppet Haunted Mansion special, but like just beyond until I see something about it, I really don't know what to expect from it. Um, so like at the minute, like this documentary is kind of going, okay, that's going to be a little bit different. I'm looking forward to seeing where this one goes. Um, but only a few weeks to wait for that one. So it's not, not too far. As I said, that will be coming on um, October the 6th. It was a little bit weird because the actual press announcement does actually say on Monday, October the 6th, which threw me off. Which then sent me all the kind of going, well, is it over Wednesday the 6th or Monday? Are they going for Mondays? Are they spreading? It's like, no, I think it is the Wednesday, but... Um, that looks to be just a little error. So that's all the news, really. There wasn't, um, we've, there's not really been a huge amount of um, bits and pieces. Um, quick now, I know a lot of people have been asking, like, where's October's official list? Because normally they come out around about the 15th of the month, a little bit later. This sometimes it has been as late as the 20th, so it's not a huge surprise to see it um, push back. But my, how I'm thinking is along the lines of maybe they don't want to say anything out yet because they wanted to get one last weekend of Shang-Chi at the box office before everywhere starts shouting, Shang-Chi's coming to Disney Plus at the end, on like, you know, the end of October. That was, that's my gut. Like, nothing, no, this is my pure guess of thinking, that's what I'd do. <laughs> just, just like, you know, if I wouldn't want a load of people knowing this weekend, if you wait for like four weeks, it'll be on Disney Plus, even though we know that, but the minute there's an actual official date, then, um, they might not want to do that. So that might be my my one like theory with my tinfoil hat on to sort of say why we've not had that information yet. I don't think it's all that tin tinfoily. That's that's yeah. just business. Um <laughs> as as much as you know we know about what's going on, we being us, and then also people who, yeah. who listen to this or check out uh, the What's on Disney Plus website, Facebook group, etc. The vast majority of people who are using Disney Plus don't go and, and check what the release with yeah. lists are for the week. They don't say, oh, there's, um, there's a, a Miss Marvel series coming in the future. Most people probably don't even know that that's yeah. really out there. Uh, so, yeah, they, they want to keep this as quiet as possible for as long as possible. Mm. Um, 
so that it does not impact the box office. Now, I, I don't think that will be too big of a deal because especially after the first week, mm. uh, second week, maybe in this case, uh, the movies really just drop off anyway. Th mm. That's been the way for years and years, and I think it's even more so now. So I'm, I also think as well, I don't necessarily think it's a bad thing to get the actual release a little bit, the news of when the shows come out a little bit closer to October. I don't think it's because I'd rather than wait a week and get some things finalized and not make mistakes and bits and pieces. So um, hopefully next week we will find out what's all going to be coming um, in October. Let's shift gears now. Let's talk about what um, we've been watching. And there's been quite a lot of stuff this week. Um so let's start off with the Disney Plus original. So let's start off with Nona, which was a Spark Shaw all about a grandmother who wanted to watch um, the Smashdown wrestling. And then her daughter drops off her granddaughter unexpectedly. And then she wants to, you know, spend time with a with grand and play. And instead, the grand just wants to watch wrestling. And there's a whole thing that goes on. And this, I thought this was cute. I thought it was lovely. Completely could understand being a wrestling fan and understanding the want of, you know, someone asking you questions while you're trying to watch the, like, especially if you're watching like a main event or WrestleMania or something. But also I used to be the kid that used to go to my granddad's and watch wrestling every single night after school when I was a kid. And um, when I would finish school, head over to watch it at six o'clock because he literally lived up on the, on the other side of the street. So literally could just cross the street and go, and he had sky, he had, you know, he had cable. And I, <laughs> didn't. so I, that was how I grew up watching wrestling for years of just crossing the street and watching it live and when like with my granddad and stuff. So that's kind of, I think that like helped with the nostalgia of this short. Uh, which obviously I did not have. I, I've never been a wrestling, never hated it, never really watched it. I remember when I was a kid, though, like Hulk Hogan and and those guys were really big. Um, but I don't think it it the 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 spark is about wrestling, but you can really apply it yeah. to to any form of media. I think wrestling is actually an interesting choice because unlike a lot of uh, TV, even from from that time period, nineties, early two thousands, it wrestling doesn't really syndicate. You know, you, you don't watch reruns of wrestling, so it's it's more important to watch it now versus mm. later. And I I can kind of get like that aggravation of like I want to watch my show right now. Why is this person pestering me and, and trying to do yeah. something I'm not the, trying to the, do? The only thing is like in my thing of because we're in Britain, we're like what six hours behind or four five hours behind. So whenever you'd wake up in the morning, it would be you'd have the results out. So bar staying up to three, four o'clock in the morning, which I did when I was just, when I was younger. <laughs> but but um, you know, you'd set to four o'clock in the morning to watch WrestleMania. But once I start going to like six hour events at six o'clock in the morning, I just watch it when I get up. But there's that whole thing of like, yeah, don't don't tell me the results. And yeah, I just I just thought the this short was lovely. Um, again, wasn't pushing the boundaries. These last two Spark shorts are a lot. I've been a lot more softer, not quite pushing the uh, boundaries as, as much as I would have hoped. Yeah, although, just like you were talking about before, uh, you can't have everything be uh, controversial or pushing a, an issue. Sometimes it's nice to just have a short that's telling a quick story mm -hmm. that you can feel good about or, or nostalgic about, and then, you know, okay, yep, that is good. Don't, mm -hmm. don't need a, a strong message in it all the time. No, but a nice one. I really enjoyed it. Um, next week, there's actually going to be a documentary about this one and also um, the other um, short as well because, um, yeah, they're doing like a, a behind-the-scenes one. So that was the um, the Spark short one. Um, and also we had a new episode of Marvel's What If, which was all about Killmonger and what would happen had he rescued Tony Stark. And I, um, and I gotta be honest, 
this was, I think, the weakest series so far. It, and I'm going to I really hope they just don't have this. Have they got it in the clause that they have to kill Tony Stark in every episode? Because it's starting to feel a little, it's getting, it's losing its edge a little <laughs> because it's like, uh, you can't keep killing them off, guys. <laughs> this, that has been one of the problems with What If since the comic started way back in the day. Mm -hmm. um, especially if you read them back to back or even just week to week. Uh, the, the, um, oh, we get to kill off a character we normally don't get to kill off does lose its bite. Uh, and, and that impact, the emotional impact. This was me last week with with the zombie episode, where I was just like, I don't care if they had yeah. if they had led with the zombie episode, I might have cared a lot more. That oh, we're killing everybody, but uh, yeah, I can totally get that with Tony, especially since he does seem to die quite frequently here. Um, that said, I like the idea of this episode quite a bit. Um, because this is one of my favorite style of what if mm -hmm. stories, which is let's take this one element over here and we'll take this other, other elements over here, which are completely unrelated, but still fit together like puzzle piece pretty well. Yeah. It, it was amazing to see how like, you know, the con connecting Iron Man and Black Panther with a little bit of Shang-Chi all mixed up into one nice little story. Um, it was, I thought that was really great because it, it felt quite natural. Because obviously, if Killmonger had been, you know, we wouldn't have had the events of Black Panther, but he still was after that same result. Um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was a good, solid episode, but it, it, it didn't push. The, I don't know what it was. It didn't quite have the same impact that I was hoping for. Um, it was all a bit, bit too quick as well of how quickly he kind of got in there. Um, but generally, yeah, I, I. I thought it was a, it was a solid episode. It just was. It, it just felt like the weakest out of the ones we've seen so far. But then I did really enjoy last week's. I know you weren't so keen on that. Yeah, I really enjoyed last week's one. I think the thing with it was it was trying to cover too much ground. Mm -hmm. um, this is another aspect of what if. Sometimes you get that tight focus story, like the Doctor Strange one, where it, it, it is literally just this story and nothing else. And then you get these other ones, like this one and the Captain Carter one, where it's like. Uh, we need to tell the story, but we also need to show how this impacts like several different major events and how tie it back in. And this is one of those episodes where uh, they're trying to do Iron Man one and Black Panther and Age of Ultron and just like, you know, maybe tighten it up a little bit. I still enjoyed it overall, especially the fight at the end um, in Wakanda was great, but. But yeah, it was a little unfocused. It didn't really have that punch. Some of that being we're now in week six and, and shock value has kind of worn off quite a bit. Um, I, I liked it better than the zombie one, but it's still near the, the bottom of the list of the ones we've seen so yeah. far. I know we've we got nine episodes in this season, so we've still got, um, what's it, three more to go. I kind of feel like it would have been good to like maybe have ended, like maybe swap this one with last week's episode and have this like that finished it six episodes and just do like real short little and maybe have them more closer together you know so we get um you know at least once i don't know it just for me i'm just like yeah i really enjoyed this series but i like where else are we going with this one um it was it was fine but it didn't blow my soul again but then like last week i really enjoyed it that was my fit i just had so much fun i was laughing and like you know it was just it was it was hard for me like after last week's being such a fun and I say fun, and I think that's the key thing. It was stupid, it was shouldn't have happened, and it was brutal, but I enjoyed it. And that's, you know, sometimes that's all we need. Yeah. Um, 
but also, so, the, so that one there was, um, what, if anything else you want to say on that one? Mm, no, I think, yeah. you know, I'm still looking forward to the three remaining episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a sense, this is almost like an anti-binge show. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say, you know, spread time out between the episodes so that you don't quite lose that that shock value, especially as we move into the last three. I don't know. Um, what's going to happen to them, obviously, but hopefully they don't get diluted by the fact that they're at the end rather than at the beginning. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, I generally watch them like straight after they drop on a Wednesday, um, so it's a good week apart. So let's now shift over to some of the other Disney Plus originals. So we had a um, new episode of Doogie Hauser. Now, I did watch this one a few weeks ago just before the... Um, so next week I'll be in line with everybody else. Um, but did you happen to catch this week's show? I did watch it, and I feel almost like you could just copy and paste what we said last week and just drop it right here. Uh, There's a bit, it's a shorter episode. Obviously, the first episode was a little longer. Um, But this one, you know, you've got the teenage side where she's trying to figure out what this weird emoji that her potential Mm -hmm. boyfriend sent and does does he like her? Does she not? And then, of course, they get to the end of the episode and just like, just ask him. Maybe yeah. just ask him. And I'm glad that she did. Um, most teenagers, even super mm-hmm. smart ones, n- never realized that just asking is probably the best way to go yeah. about it. Because I remember last week when I, I pretty much said, and this is kind of that thing of like mixing the two reviews of these two episodes up. I, I don't feel like, you know, we've got all these episodes left and I feel like I, I, I don't really have an incentive to watch it because there's not like a story. There's no developing. There's no like, end game there's i don't I'm, i'll be interesting to watch the next episode next week and to kind of fall in line with everybody else but those first two episodes i was a bit like okay i this is fine for kids or fine for families fine but there's nothing here to to bite to get me to come if i never saw another episode i feel like if, if you probably feel just feel the same you if you never watch another one you kind of get just of the show and that's the end of it yeah, like if they leaned a little bit more into the medical side of uh, the mystery solving and trying to figure out what the the mysterious element is, it'd probably do better. Because like that that was the main draw of like House and uh, certain seasons of Grey's Anatomy, even ER going back to the days. It's, it's what's wrong with this person, and there was a little yeah. bit of that this episode. Uh, you know, this mysterious uh, he can no longer walk with no injury, no, et cetera. But then they just kind of blew right through it. It was kind of a house light episode. I mean, they even well, this, named, yeah. they even name dropped like lupus in it. And yeah. And it, and well, it relies. It was always lupus with house. Exactly. It? I mean, I loved house. I mean, I watched all of them. I watched the entire run from, and I love Hugh Laurie anyway. So I, I get, and I think I did say last week, it was like a house light kind of, I think this episode really kind of leaned in on that whole thing. And I, I like that thing of what she was doing. And I, you know, you watch this one here, if you like this one here, then give him a real show. That's kind of the, the, the thing for, I think for um, younger viewers, but a nice solid show. I'm looking forward to watching next week, kind of see if I carry on or not. Um, so are you going to carry on or do you feel like you've, I- you've tapped out? I'll get a get a couple more episodes under yeah. before I fully decide. But if if it ever came down to I need to watch this show or or that show, this is definitely the one that that's falling off the side. Kind of kind of like a uh, Turner and Hooch for me in the yeah. moment, I guess. Yeah. Speaking of Turner and Hooch, I'd only watched the first few episodes, and I just generally felt like I this I it was okay, but I just kind of it fell off the wagon, and I just forgot all about it. Well, this week I've had um, Carpenter in all week. I'm getting the new. Um, area so i'm gonna be hopefully moving into a new a room in the house 
in the next week or two. And so I've had to be kind of, I couldn't work in the office because he's literally working here. So I was like, oh, I'll put it on. I think I just put it on one episode, like while I was working. And I'm just like, and I ended up binging through, like, I think five episodes. And it was kind of fun because I kind of, I was like, okay, I was getting into the series. And I was like, okay, I'll keep this one going. And I've watched this week's episode as well. And it was like, okay, I must have watched like five episodes. And what was interesting is that they, they seemed to, they dropped the whole kind of movie, like the second episode of being like Die Hard. They kind of dropped the whole movie you know, which was fine as a gimmick, but it wasn't really going to sustain the series. And yeah, I mean, the whole thing with the, with um, the, the kind of Turner and the girl is still going on after eight, nine episodes. Nothing really has speeded up. You know, they're, they're slowly getting there, but it's very, very slow. Um, it's, a, it's It was a fine kind of put it on in the background while you're working show. Um, but I'm going to, I'm going to finish the season now. I, I think I've, I've done enough now that, I'm going to watch the next few episodes when they drop. They might wait a bit. I'm not going to watch them all on when they drop on the Wednesdays and stuff. But I, ha I have kind of like, okay. And I remember doing this with um, Diary of a Future President the first year where I kind of watched it, fell out of it, and then came back and was able to binge it in like one go. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it kind of – and Turner Hooch seems to, been, seems to feel like that same thing of I needed – yeah, it needed a bit of a more of a go. And there's some shows where the plot only moves incrementally, like tiny little bits. Yeah. And and sometimes this is where the binge format comes into play. Uh, you're less likely to to worry about it when you're watching four episodes at once, and you get you feel like uh, it's, moved. it's it, like it, ha it actually moved. Whereas in the previous episodes, uh, you know, we watched them week to week, and it's mm -hmm. like there's there's literally nothing happening. The, you're doing the same gags and yeah. Uh, Turner's not moving forward in the department. The, the romance is not moving forward. And, oh, look, uh, the dog has done something stupid, but actually yeah. it's really smart. They uh, seem to know. kind of have eased off that as well. They uh, that's, kind that's of eased good. off that, which is, was, to me, is a bit like that's the main, that was always the funniest bit of Hooch, was him doing stuff. I mean, you know, I, I'm a dog person. I've got two dogs. So, therefore, they do wreck stuff daily. Um, so, I do – I was like, okay. But, I, I, like I said, I kind of got back into that show. So, that was good. So, I think that's all of the Disney Plus originals. I wasn't any other ones this week, was there? No, I think – No. I think this was a Hulu week, honestly. Yeah. So, um, let's shift over now to the, um, the star slash Hulu go. So, let's talk off about Only Murders in the Building. So, I've – keeping up with the US, Canada, and Australia's line rather than the UK line, um, which is a week behind for some reason. But So we'll try not to go too much into spoilery, but there isn't really much. But I'm just loving this show. And um, it's been picked up for a second season. We know it's coming back. Um, yeah, I'm, I mean, this one was more about kind of like connecting the dots of, you know, we know now there's a history with some of the characters. But I, I'm just loving this show. It's so refreshing. Again, I've just it's just been so refreshing watching this one. I'm enjoying that they're not dragging the secrets out too long. Normally we find out, oh my goodness, this character was related in this way that we didn't know before. Um, and a lot of times in a mystery show, they're going to drag that out and you'll find the reveal will be like eight episodes down the road. And, uh, but this one's like, nope. Uh, oh, they, they've already found out that... that uh, Selena Gomez's character and the and the victim were friends as, as kids and mm. oh she just revealed that she found all this uh, contraband in his room yeah. and and so on and it's like okay we're 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 moving right along though it does seem to have a bit of a pattern like the first half of the ep episode is kind of just random hijinks Martin Short mm. and and Steve Martin doing 
uh, things that are not actually all that useful to the investigation <laughs> at all. And then the second half is the let's move forward with the plot bit. Mm. That that does seem to be the trend so far. I love the fact that they got that car with, with those two guys are like, do you have a podcast? Yeah, we have a podcast. We're <laughs> we do this. Everyone's in. Oh, Everyone's that's great. in the podcast. I'm, that's so great. You can be successful one day. And it's like, oh, yeah, we actually have 60,000 listeners. Oh. 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 <laughs> So no, I did like that one. Um, again, Martin Short. I'm just, I just love his stuff. He goes, I love the fact it's like, you know, like arguing over getting a car, and he's like, "Why you got a car? You can't afford to park here." And it's like, oh, yeah, well, my, you know, it's like he's had a car parked underneath for 25 years, <laughs> just like, um, and he has no, no license, got, and he has no, no wonder he hasn't got any money. <laughs> I think he doesn't have any money because he's just not a good director. Let's let's be clear on that one. He's, I like his grandiose ideas. It's kind of fun how they just drop them in every once in a while. It's like splash the musical like that. <laughs> anybody could tell you that's an awful idea. What are you going to do with splash the musical? Yeah. I, I'm just really loving this series. It's such a, ref- I missed the most watched Hulu series so far. It's, it is, it just, I feel like it's, it's so different to everything else I'm watching. And I'm loving that. I'm really enjoying it. You know, when that one drops on Tuesdays, it's just like, oh, this is such a great show. Um, I'm so glad it's coming back. And it, and again, this is not going to be something I'm going to keep going on about because I also watched New Walking Dead this past Monday as well. That dropped on Disney Plus here. Again, just more, you know, just, it's just violent and just so, it's so gritty and just, you know, so. And this is a problem because this is where I know we're going to get into. Um, did it happen to watch the, Why the Last Man as well? Yeah. So, so we I, had all. So we had all, all three episodes. All three episodes dropped in on Hulu in the United States. They're all going to be dropping on Disney Plus next Monday. Oh, sorry, next Wednesday in the UK and across some places in Europe. Not every country is getting it, so they're getting three episodes. So it's going to be about a week behind America bound Hulu. So I have uh, got screeners. So I saw them early. Um, what I love this sh- this kind of felt a little bit like Walking Dead. It kind of had a few vibes in the first episode or so. Again, of just this guy, you know, every man on the or every male on the planet suddenly starts convulsing, blood coming out of every orifice. It's pretty gruesome. And then you know you see the events of you know building up to it. So you see all the women with the men in their lives of why they're important, what they do, why they're gonna basically suffer when they all go. And then we see it happening at the end of the first episode. You know, he's there with his monkey and he kind of like, who is this kid guy with this monkey? And then they slowly reveal out what's going on. There's a whole other subplot going on with a number of different characters, which in the first, they don't seem to be going anywhere, but hopefully at some point they will kind of link up with the main story because we don't know why they're doing it. Um, and then you've kind of got this whole other thing of like, what would happen with the White House with everyone suddenly went and they've got to keep the world going, keep America going. There's a, the only thing I didn't like was the convenience of the fact that the president's or the new president's the, the son is the guy that I didn't like that. I would have preferred had they not done that whole um, gimmick. I would have preferred it had they not been connected because it feels a little bit like really. And I wasn't expecting all like the kind of the Democrats versus Republicans in it. I wasn't, I hadn't gone into. Exp- I really have been trying to stay kind of off record of, I mean, I've seen like the, the trailer and stuff, but I wasn't reading anything or anything like that. And I, I got to the end of the free episode and I watched all three in one go and I'm like, 
I'm in. This is this is great. This is different. It's yeah, I just really enjoyed it. What about you? Yep, I I enjoy it quite a bit. Um, I also read the comics back in the day, and I I did a quick uh, quick refresher on what happened in the comics too, just to see. And then while broad events are are kind of the same, they've actually changed quite a bit. Some of the characters have have uh, uh, big personality shifts and and changes to their individual plots, most notably agent three fifty five, hmm. um, and she's the president. <laughs> the, oh yeah. She's one of my favorite characters and, uh, the president herself as well. A number of the policies that she had, um, in the comics are very different from the policies she has in the book or in the, in the show. Uh, the main thing also though, you, you harp on the whole Democrat versus Republican thing. It's actually even more extreme in the books, like, right. uh, uh, far more extreme in the books. Okay. And mind you, the book was written in, in, in 2002 or it started coming yeah. out in 2002. So the politics even then were, were different than they are now. Um, they, they updated quite a bit of that. I won't go into the details, but, yeah. um, yeah, it the the conflict is far bloodier in the book. Yeah, between them. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I did see on something like the the creator of the show is you know he has got like a five season arc like laid out for the whole um, show. So I'm really hoping it does because um, I enjoyed this this show. It just again, I felt like I watched. I think we're having three episodes. I felt like I felt like I was watching a movie. And, it, and I think the quality was up there. I mean, there was just some special effects and stuff. And had they not had the like the credits and stuff, and um, I, I felt like I was watching a movie, and I I completely got sucked into it with those. And I think that's where they when they drop multiple episodes, it helps because it kind of sucks you in because you you now instead of like you may have got to the end of the first episode, oh I won't bother. But when you've watched three episodes, you know, like, oh no, I want to know what's happening. You're much more connected. For this one, definitely, the first episode was actually kind of dragging. For me, by the time we got to the end, I was just can we we know what the plot is? They're all going to die. Can we can we get to yeah. that and then move on? And of course, it, it takes the entire episode to get there. Uh, and part of that, of course, is I read the book, so I yeah you know and I want to get to the actual fun stuff. Yeah. Uh, and uh, but if they'd only dropped the first episode, I kind of would have been a bit annoyed. Uh, second episode would have been a fine ending. Great yeah. that we got three though, uh, especially with three kind of pushing us towards some, some interesting yeah. uh, revelations about some of the characters. And uh, I mean, the, the ending for three, maybe not the best hook, but it does reveal some interesting things about uh, 355 as a character. Yeah. She's ruthless. She is, she'll do anything to, um, yeah. And like, you don't really know quite what she's doing, but um, I thought that was great. I mean, the fact of like, we've got a problem with these two pilots and yeah, I'd love, I wasn't expecting it. It went somewhere I didn't expect it to go. Well, um, and again, because I've not read the comic books, I'm kind of I'm going in blind. So in some ways, um, it, well, it, I've got no expectations of the series. Well, that entire thing is new. That that yeah. didn't happen in the comics. They they go cross country in a train in the yeah. uh, in the comics, and they they even find Doctor Man like right up front. Yeah. She's on in the journey rather than going to find her. So, like I said, it it, it diverges quite a bit from the comics. But mm. I liked the way they set that whole thing up, where it's like. Here's your medal. Uh, the president really needs you for this, and you can you can really buy into the, you know, oh she's going to win them over yeah. by by praise and by making them feel important yeah. and big part of this. Uh, and then of course, like oh no, she's she's just found a, a convenient way to uh, get them to do what she wants so they can be in position and and now they're not yeah. part of the picture anymore. Yeah, I I I, and this is this is a thing, and it's not just with why the last man. But between Why the Last Man 
Only Murders in the Building, Walking Dead. Um, I'm and I also, and it's like the those shows are just for me are just elevating like Disney Plus up so much here in the UK. I mean, we've got our commercials running with those free shows. Like that's like the a key selling point for September are those free, and it is just a long time. It's such a completely changes. What, what, how you view this? You know, if you've only got like Doogie's the biggest thing, and you're like, you take those three shows, obviously, they're all big hits on Hulu, but you they just makes Disney Plus such more powerful here in the UK. I mean, I know in like London, they did a whole kind of special, um, like walk in experience for Why the Last Man to kind of get the launch going. And I don't know, it's for me, like, for watching all this this week. It's just been like, oh god, I'm getting some, we're getting some real good telly. So it was just like, it's just nice watching like, like decent, well-made shows that and isn't it, about Marvel and Star Wars. There's that, uh, and it <laughs> it is highlighting the difference between American Disney Plus and European Disney Plus. Because if we were talking about only the stuff that came out in the U.S. Disney Plus, we would have had Doogie Hauser, or sorry, Doogie Kame Aloha, and. Um, Nona and uh, what if, what if, and, and we, I'd probably still be watching Turner and Hooch and, and uh, you know, Chip and Dale, things like that, simply because there's, there's not much else to watch. But once you add in the star content, like there's so many things to get excited about. And it is really the more I'm seeing the stars Hulu content, the more I'm like, dang it, it. It's so annoying that this is off on a completely different service in the States that most people are probably not going to seek out. And they're definitely not going to associate with Disney uh, no. because it's on Hulu. Yeah. And it is that kind of weird thing. Like you say, you know, we've, we decided, you know, with the addition of star of bringing all this stuff in. And I feel like it's just made like all, you know, Disney makes so much fantastic content under FX and searchlight in 20th century. And when you bring all of that into the one platform, it really does elevate it. And, you know, these, these, these kind of shows really have just like, like I said, you know, watch those, you know, you throw those free shows in on, and there was, a, there was other stuff as well, like Mixed Dish, I've been watching that one, that one Fyanoid, I'm not really watching that because it's a, a, a soccer um, documentary thing, and then you've got like Last Man Standing, there's all these different things coming in, and it's just like, you know, what's coming up in the, you know, because also, I mean, we had American Horror Stories as well. Um, you know, we had the what part was it this one? It was um, it's like eleven or something. I don't know. Well, no, because American Horror Stories is a is a oh, oh. spinoff. Mm -hmm. I right. think this week in the UK we got the the Rubber Woman Part Two. Um, me and my wife watched next week's episode because we did have um, a screener for the first three episodes, and like, it's already aired on Hulu right now. And it's about um, a cinema, um, an open air cinema where he puts a movie on, and everyone that watches it goes crazy, and it's violent and so my wife me and my wife love it so we watched that one as well this week so again you know when you throw an american horror story and you know it i mean okay it's, it's a little bit more gruesome but it's it really it's so refreshing so when i do watch something like doogie i'm much more in oh okay okay it's fine but then it also makes it feel very tame because it's like well i'm watching these other things on disney plus and you know it does make it a lot more tamer but um just just as a whole you know, it's a great week for content. I mean, it's just, and, you know, when everyone gets that one next week in the UK and Ireland, you know, watch, watch those. For, I'm going to be telling my parents to watch that one. That would be definitely one of like, yeah, dad, watch that. <laughs> you know, this one um, is one to watch. Um, but yeah, just, just again, just some real great shows arriving on Disney Plus around the world. Um, yeah, we've got some great stuff, I think, hopefully coming up in October as well. I think we've got American Horror Story 
the latest series. I'm hoping Reservation Dogs as well, because that one dropped in New Zealand this past week. Um, so that's another that's another show on on Hulu that's um, been getting really great reviews and already been picked up for a second season. I'm I'm actually planning on watching that one. I, it's already out on Hulu yeah. over here, so I I could have already watched it if I wanted to, but uh, kind of waiting a little bit. Still, I'm I'm looking forward to trying that one out. Yeah. That looks really good. Yeah, no, it's just again, it's just a really nice just a nice selection of stuff this week across um, the Disney Plus and Star Originals and Hulu Originals. Just some some great things. So I think that's pretty much going to wrap up this week's um, show. Did you watch anything else this past week? Um, I did some some back catalog stuff. I ended up uh, finally getting around to DuckTales season three, and that that is actually a really really fun show. The, the The third season it just goes completely bonkers. I'm having a lot of fun with that. Yeah, I've got. I did watch a few things which we can talk about um, next week. Um, but also, I'm just trying to think what else. Um, what Deadpool dropped onto UK Disney Plus. So I did watch that one again yesterday. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, it's like Deadpool. Come on, like, yeah, I gotta watch that again. <laughs> it's just like you can never have enough Deadpool. Um, yeah, so I'm trying to think what else. Oh, I did. Uh, yeah, I think that was. It. I think because I did it went on a but a, between Why the Last Man and uh, like four or five episodes of. Um, Turner, which I did also do a bit of a binge and catched up on Mixedish and Blackish. So I've been kind of moving along on them. Oh, I wanted to mention one other one. Uh, on the Hulu side, I don't know if it's out on Disney Plus Europe. Um, what we do in the shadows. Uh, this is this is yes. a really fun series. I haven't I haven't seen it. It's not it's due to because FX have got a deal with the BBC. Uh, um, that was one of the shows that they've still got a hold of. Um, a lot of people have been asking about that one. I keep seeing it coming up. Um, so I, I know when it drops. I think it's on iPlayer here. But um, when that one eventually moves over to Disney Plus at some point when that contract expires, um, I do need to check out because I think it was Tiki Wakiti was behind that one. So he made the original movie, and this was pre-Thor Ragnarok, yeah. uh, so before he became a big name. But the humor is very Thor Ragnarok. It's especially if you like Korg, yeah. that it's got yeah. that same style. The series, I think he's involved as a producer. He might yeah. also be directing here and there, but um, it's under different management, but it's it's the American branch of yeah. the the zombie, or sorry, the the vampire group that we meet in the movie. Yeah. It if you like dry, dark humor, this is a series you should definitely check out. Yeah, so, yeah the the trouble is right now with all this FX stuff is the there's a lot of like contracts in place. Like in Australia, the FX stuff goes to binge. And in UK, most of the FX stuff, like why the anything new is kind of falling into Disney Plus, but anything kind of under an old contract is going. Um, and I think Canada falls under the same thing. They've got some old stuff. So it's a little bit messy with the FX stuff. We've kind of got that same problem that the US has with the FX content due to licensing. But it is funny with, with you know, all these different content. It just really just shows you what... There's a lot of stuff on FX I didn't even know they made, and I'm like, really enjoying a lot of this stuff that's coming through. Honestly, um, that back catalog is pretty impressive when you actually start digging through. I I keep meaning to to go back and watch Burn, Burn Notice again. I really mm. like that series. Interestingly enough, it was Burn Notice and The Gifted, both by Matt Nix, um, that got me interested in Turner and Hooch because he's yeah. the, the showrunner for... Turner and Hooch and just like wow these are these are such different levels of shows the gifted was i really enjoyed that show that was a, that was a good one um, I've, I've also, yeah i've also been watching the hot zone the first no. season um from national geographic because it's a star original over here um because uh, we got the second season dropping on national geographic first around thanksgiving so i want to kind of get caught up 
on the series before we get to Thanksgiving. When, but that's set during uh, 9-11, uh, through the Anthrax issues of everything that happened after that one. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, I mean, it's really weird watching this whole thing now, having gone for a pandemic. It's, you know, like that kind of thing of like, you would watch these shows and movies and stuff and go, what would the world do? And you kind of go, oh, yeah, we did, like, and then you realize, yeah, no, no, we didn't. <laughs> um, but yeah, so watching The Hot Zone now is actually really even more scary because of like, yeah, we know what happens when this stuff gets out. You know, it's it's nasty. But yeah, so that's so that's another show we've been watching on um Star, me and my wife. Um this again, we get the certain shows that we can kind of enjoy together, but we've kind of been a little bit addicted to um married at first sight. <laughs> you know what? Disney, you guys need to get the Hulu integrated into Disney Plus and much. I before before we we did more and more of the Hulu yeah. and Star stuff, it's kind of like, yeah, it, it'd be nice to have, but now seeing the 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 content disparity, just like, no, we, we need this. We, yeah. we need this integrated. Well, on that note, guys, thank you very much for joining us. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Tomorrow we're doing another live Q&A in the evening. And also, as I said, you can, um, we'll have a, a retro review. I think we're doing Ergon. Me and Jeremy, we watched Ergon. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Like everyone talking about, I should watch that one. No, I shouldn't have. Yeah, so that was that I, was one. <laughs> I don't think I have ever met a single person who has said, "Oh yeah, you should go and watch Aragon." Yeah, yeah, that's a great yeah. movie. Uh, I know the the people who've read the books think it is like the Antichrist, and people who haven't read the book are like, "What was this? I don't understand anything." Yeah. Anyway, uh, that'll be up tomorrow, so you guys yes, can check yeah. that out. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. See you guys soon. Later. Later. I'd like to thank all of our Patreon and YouTube channel members for their support. You can become a member from as little as $2 a month to get access to our weekly Q&A and much more.